A lot of guys, Sports Spectacular, Larry Smith, Mike Cagley, and Brad Sturdy. We've got Patrick Quinn working the board for us. Uh, boy, another busy hour here. Hour number two as we get started. Uh, Kedrick Prince, the Illini guys, director of recruiting is coming along. A lot of stuff happening here this past week and a big weekend with some high school kids coming in. We'll talk about that. Uh, also, Brad caught up with uh, the, one of the Nebraska analysts as well. Um, and so we'll hear from uh, part of that conversation. And we'll visit with a legend, Bruce Douglas. Number 25 in your programs and one in your heart of those great uh, 80s uh, teams under Lou Henson. We'll talk with uh, Bruce uh, Mike Cagley, a great uh, podcast he did with uh, the legendary guard. All that's coming up here in this hour. Um, you know, but it's a season opener. Illinois hosting Nebraska in a matchup of Big Ten teams. If you are going to the game, shorts, sunscreen, both the must, temps around 90 degrees at kickoff. It is late August, after all. Uh, for more on the game, let's bring in a lot of guys, football writer and analyst, Matt Stevens. Uh, he's been as close to the program as anyone there at Memorial Stadium and the practice fields every time the media was allowed in during these past few weeks. Not a lot, but he was there every time. Uh, Matt, uh, welcome in. Uh, for starters, uh, limited visibility, obviously. I know that. But what's your overall takeaway from fall camp? I think there's a renewed energy, and I think that they're, they're – I was surprised that the coaching staff is pretty satisfied with what they were able to implement in terms of scheme because it's a completely new defense. It's guys learning completely new positions, especially on that side of the ball. And it's an offense that is different and is, is kind of being in control by two different people, which is offensive coordinator Tony Peters, Peterson and, and quarterback Brandon Peters. And so Illinois has got to figure out a whole bunch of stuff in a matter of a month of what they can do in an opener. And, and, and when you open up against a Big Ten opponent like Nebraska, you're really not trying to, like, hold anything back for, for a week two or a week three opponent. So Ryan Walters, the defensive coordinator, and Tony Peterson, the offensive coordinator, said on Monday that they were very, very satisfied with what they were able to get in and implement and, 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 and how much of the playbook these guys were able to retain in, in a very, very short amount of time. Because, Larry, they had a whole bunch of guys not show up for spring that showed up on August 2nd. And they had to get this thing clicking very, very quickly. So – I was impressed with that, and I was also just honestly impressed with the idea that they didn't have really any major injuries beyond Jordan Slaughter in a, in a camp that I thought was pretty physical, or at least was hearing that was pretty physical. So they, they caught a big break there, and I think they're going to have a whole lot of experienced, healthy bodies on the 28th for Nebraska. Matt, I talked to uh, Robin Washett on my 30 for 30 podcast. We, he covers Nebraska, and he, he mentioned – a couple of things like he feels like their defense is, is solid and they're a veteran team. And he said his concern was the offense, not the talent, but the, they tend to make a lot of mistakes, shoot themselves in the foot over the past couple of years. If you're looking at Illinois, what would you say about them? If you're going to give them, uh, describe them in those, in, in, in that manner. Uh, wow. Uh, Illinois is completely different. I mean, you, you're talking about a odd man front and a three, four that they really haven't run consistently since I don't know, Lou Tepper was the defensive coordinator in the early 90s. That's different. I think you're going to see much more organized, aggressive pressure in the backfield, Brad, than you've ever seen before. And I think the offense is going to look much more like big boy football than it ever has under in Illinois in the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Because I do think they're going to feature two tight ends. I do think they're going to try to physically manhandle people with their offensive line that they have so much experience in and a running back group that I think is the most talented position group on the roster right now, because they think they have four guys they can hand a football to right now and feel pretty good about moving the chains. So that's how I would describe Illinois football. And I'm not surprised that Robin is describing the boys in Lincoln that way, because I've heard, and I'm going to put in my game preview, Brad, that I think, it's going to be kind of a, an interesting mix of styles. I think Scott Frost is going to want to try to slow it down a little bit to limit the mistakes and limit the turnovers that have happened in his first three years. I think that Brett Bielema is going to maybe try to up the tempo of what, he, of what you've seen from him in, at stops at Wisconsin and Arkansas. I'm not saying that he's going to try to Gus Malzahn this up and do hurry up, no huddle, but I do think that they're, they're going to try to run this a little bit faster and a little bit quicker and, try to catch Nebraska off guard and not let them substitute a whole bunch in, in that regard. So I, I, I think it's two guys that are maybe trying to come to the mid, middle of, of what pace should, should look like instead of a, a drastic, you know, difference of, of what I thought was going to happen maybe in March. You know, we had a good podcast the other night, Matt, um, on Eye on the Illini 
which came out Thursday evening. And so I'm going to pass my question over to my time over to Patrick and let him go because you and I had a fantastic discussion. Please check that out on your podcast supplier. And it's I, like the letter I, on the Illini. My question to you is about Brandon Peters. What is it about him? Because you wrote an article about how he just doesn't have enough time to think about the success from last year. Right. Okay. So how, what's his mindset? He's so hard to read because he's got that dry sense of humor that you wrote about. Yeah. Brandon is, I've said this before and I'll say it again, Pat, like he's got to own this. And I think Tony Peterson knew that from the jump. And I think that they've been in lockstep of watching film together, putting together a plan, basically that the summary being Brandon, do you like this? Brandon, what do you want to run? Do you like this? When we script out what we script out early in this game, I want you to be comfortable with everything on this script. You are our guy. And it was not, it was not an accident, Pat, that Brett Bielema said that made sure everybody understood that Brandon Peters was our QB one. And after what happened in the opener last year, where they did the hot potato of quarterback between him and Isaiah, and he flat out, honestly, he wouldn't say it, but he lost faith in Rod Smith after that game, just flat out did. Um, and lost trust. I, I think this opener is big for Brandon because he can put a staple on what Illinois football is going to look like as the leader of this offense, not only from calling plays himself, but getting guys, you know, it, it organized and, and how this offense, how Cody Peterson and Brett Bielan want this offense to look. And we've only got a few more seconds here, but sure. I, do you right. think the first couple series is going to put faith in fans? What do you think? On both sides of the ball, Pat, I think the first series on offense and the first series on defense. Illinois has got to get off the field, and they got to move the chains on third down. Third down is going to be huge. If you see Blake Hayes running onto the field early, I think Illinois fans are going to just – the air is going to come out of the balloon. And, and I think that if Nebraska's running the ball down the field, same thing's going to happen. So the first series on offense, first series on defense is huge. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Matt Stevens, Illini guys, a football writer and analyst. Matt, great stuff uh, all this month, keeping us up to date as um, – uh, as this team is getting ready for this big day kickoff here uh, Saturday at noon, where it's right here upon us. Uh, we'll look forward to uh, seeing you here in a few hours at Memorial Stadium live and in person. Matt, thanks. We'll talk awesome. soon. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hey, it's a big recruiting weekend and a recent recruiting setback to talk about as well. Illini's guys director of recruiting, Kendrick Prince, is up next to break it all down for us. This is a sports spectacular on the Illini Guys radio network. You have a lot to look forward to growing your family opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. Leave me alone. When a child shares hurtful comments online, that's bullying. Visit erasebullying.ca to learn how to help your child stand up to cyberbullying. Welcome back to the Sports Spectacular at uh, this time of uh, the show. It's time to, to get out our lassos and rustle up some recruiting news. That's right. Keds Recruiting Roundup. Illini guys director of recruiting at Kedrick Prince. Kedrick, we need to get you like a 10-gallon hat and like a toothpick or something, you know, kind of some chaps to kind of uh, start this thing. Kind of, just kind of to frame up, you know, you and what you're doing uh, uh, right now. Hey, let's start with um, some big uh, football recruiting news uh, this week, just a few days ago. Uh, nice commitment for the Illini. Yes, it was. I mean, they got a, you know, they've, they've done really, really well on the offensive side of the ball um, as far as recruiting is concerned. And they got Brian Allen, a big six foot three, 260 pound defensive lineman. Um, he was huge. I mean, and what was nice about it, um, if you're an Illinois fan and you have that rivalry with Iowa, um, he narrowed his choices down between the two schools. And at the end of the day, Brett Bielema was able to pull it off. And, you know, this is his second win over Iowa. They got a commitment from Aiden um, Lawfrey a few weeks ago. 
um, who picked Illinois or Iowa. So the football staff's done a really, really good job. I mean, they've done they've, they've done things that they haven't done in the past, and they're recruiting kids and they're beating Big Ten foes that Illinois is going to need that talent. They want to continue to compete in the Big Ten. Kid Illinois got some bad basketball recruiting uh, news uh, this week with Jaden Shute, who's you know an in-state kid from Yorkville who uh, dropped Illinois from his from his list. But they've got some. They got a kid on campus uh, this week. Had a kid on campus, uh, Ote- Otega away, uh, who's a six-four dynamic kid, uh, athletic kid, gets to the rim. And then they've got a bunch of visitors on campus this weekend. Who they got coming in? Well, you know what? We got the Cam Square, the Cam Whitmore, the Cam Corn. Um, you mentioned that they had um, um, away on campus, and also Jaden Epps, who was uh, who's already committed. And you know, for the fans who don't know, I mean, they kind of missed out on Jaden Shoot, who was a guy that they really, really, you know, and truly wanted, you know. But that's why they have away on campus because they really are looking to fill out a, a full class. They want some guards, and you know, and. He's going to be that wing if they can pull that off. And or if you can get Cam Whitmore, who is just an outstanding wing, um, you guys. I think, you know, and then you got Cam Corn, who's a big guy, 6'9". Um, I think they're trying to get a commitment. I mean, if they can get a commitment out of one of these guys, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, I think that'll be great. I know they're pushing for it, but it's just nice to get this quality of talent on campus. And that's just in the class of 22. What do you so we got a, a exciting weekend here? Now I'm assuming that the coaching staff's going to do everything they can to lock down some of these players. So, who do you guys think you would put your money on to be the next guy to commit to the Illini? Cam. <laughs> Cam Cam's are wild. Okay. Yeah. Cam, either Cam one or Cam two. One of those. Well, I, I like, to be honest with you, I know they really, really, I think they need Cam Corn more is what I think. I know they're pushing really hard for Whitmore, but if I had to pick, I would probably say Corn will be the guy. Um, not saying that they can't pull off Whitmore, but I know there's a possibility, but I would say Corn would be the guy. Uh, I'll tell you what, he's in a tough spot because I think Penn State leads for them. Uh, for his services, they always have, and Illinois is kind of coming in late trying to to make a, a splash to pull this one off. Kendrick, ask a quick question about that um, because they already have Sincere Harris, um, the combo guard out of Ohio, and, and you mentioned Jeps uh, or Jaden Epps coming in from Virginia, both class of twenty two, more of a point guard type, but but he, he can play anywhere in the backcourt. Does that kind of, I mean. I, with with young man Owe here, uh, you know, on, on campus this week. I mean, does already having them is he just kind of a wild card? It's, I mean, you really want him obviously, but but the lead is the need is less than it would be maybe some other players. Yes, I, I would think the need would be less. I mean, I know they're, I think they're just looking for that backup to shoot. And Brad Underwood loves guards, and he will play two and three guards if possible. You know, the class of twenty three is has outstanding guards, and they're going to put at least one or two more guards together. So, you know, could they get away with not having him? Um, I don't think so. I think they need him or or, or Whitmore. I know they're kind of different but similar because they're losing a lot next year. I think people, you know, I mean, you know, should look at their roster because there's going to be a lot of kids gone off that. That's why they're making such a hard push to land some of these kids. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, you know, I, I really think that we, we, we talked with Craig McDonald about the name image likeness uh, last hour. And um, I really think that cams there on campus should do an NIL deal with the cams. And I think that's how you pop up. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just here to help, you know, I'm no just, I like that. Yeah. Try to work the deal. Um, you know, think about it this way too, guys. And, and, and Kedrick and Brad, I want to get your thoughts on this. You know, let's just say that you do get both cams to commit here the next uh, few weeks. Um, when's the last time that Illinois had basically four top hundred players for the senior class, with verbal commitments before October 1st. I mean, how, how far has this program come if, if you can pull that off? I think it's like, I think you might have to go back to like 2009 recruiting class. Seriously, when they had those, you know, Richardson, Bertrand, Paul, and uh, Griffey. And, I, and that, they weren't on every list, but I'd have early guys. Like, that's been a while since they've got 2011, maybe with Abrams, Eggwood Group, uh, Henry, Shaw, et cetera. But, um, 
man, to get them done this early would be amazing. And that's a good sign of the coaching staff. They've done a, a, a tremendous job. You know, Brad, when he when he first got the coach Underwood, he, I don't want to say he struggled, but he had to prove himself to the recruits, to families, and now they've done well for the last couple of years, and his, he's put his name on the program. He's rejuvenated the ranks. So it's an easier sell now to get some of these kids. I like the talent that they're bringing in. And the thing that I, I really like about the staff, the stars are great for coffee talk, you know, but they're recruiting guys that they want and they're recruiting guys that fit their needs. And, you know, Coach Underwood could care less about stars. But, you know, again, they're recruiting Illinois guys, if that makes sense, everyday guys. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, the, the culture is there. You know, Georgie and, and Io, the, the culture that 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 those early guys forged is is there. There's no question about that. And last hour he talked about that. If he doesn't get something someone he wants, he just moves on. He does he doesn't dwell on it and and uh, he just moves on to to get the win. Hey, just got a few seconds left. Uh let's not forget the ladies. Um they've got some really good-looking recruits coming in as well um for this Nebraska game. Yes, you know, um, Skylar Jones is a 5'9 point guard for Chicago Whitney Young. She is a star in the making. She plays from Mac and Fire. They have a list of girls coming in to do this weekend as well. So it's a big weekend in Champaign all around. Yeah, big fans of what uh, Coach Nancy Fage doing over there at State Farm Center as well. Hey, we'll leave it there. That's the recruiting roundup. We need like a little lasso sound effect right there. Uh, Kedrick Prince, he's gonna, there you go. There you go. He's going to take off the, uh, the 10-gallon hat and uh, the chaps. We'll see you at the, at the stadium as well. Uh, when kickoff begins, uh, Kendrick Prince, director of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com. Stay with us right now. We'll hear from senior quarterback Brandon Peters as he enters his uh, final campaign of his college career. That's coming up next on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. HX Home Solutions uses only the best materials, and their team of experienced professionals gets the job done right and on time. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000, and schedule your free estimate, 224-880-6000. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. You know, my biggest thing is, you know, how can I help this game? Uh, how can I, you know, help us get to a fast start every single game? You know, for me, it's really just protecting, protect the ball, and you know, uh, make good decisions. Um, for me, there's no really personal goals. I just want to win football games. Uh, volume reflects confidence, right? So if you if you speak loudly and, and efficiently, then people are going to believe you, right? So volume uh, was a huge factor for us when we're trying to talk to them about on-the-field communication. Um, and then, you know, BP's got a really live arm, right? If you just truly just sit down and watch him throw, um, you know, pregame warm-ups, pat-and-go, whatever it is, I mean, he has a, a, a pretty special arm. I've been in the NFL uh, for three years, and I would say he has that type of caliber arm, you know, just as far as, 10-yard out route to a, to a 60-yard uh, you know, post. Um, he has all of the throws. It's just whether or not he can make them to the right person right at the right time in the right situation. So um, he's done a lot of really good things. I give Tony a lot of credit, and I give our players around him a lot of credit as well. Well, that was uh, Brett Bielema talking about the guy we heard from before that, Brandon Peters, uh, the senior quarterback back here in the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. And, uh, guys, you know, it's one thing Brandon Peters and, and, uh, and I will we'll hear again from Matt Stevens here in a few moments uh, as he talked to him a, a few days ago. Um, but here's a young man that in his sixth year of college football, um, I believe Matt mentioned like it's his fifth offensive coordinator. 
Um, you know, Brad and Mike, you guys both have uh, coached uh, kids in different sports. Brad, starting with you, um, how tough is it for for a guy like this, uh, especially on the college level, with all the pressure of being the quarterback of a Power Five team, uh, to to come out and excel when you've got just a short amount of time to learn yet another new offensive scheme and become proficient at it um, before the before kickoff. It's tough. It takes away a lot of the advantage of being like a six-year guy because you're constantly learning new terminology. Everybody has different terminology. It's the same, you know, it's the same thing, but it's different terminology. So you got to kind of readjust. Peters is a really bright kid, so I'm sure he picks it up quickly, but it's difficult. He's had, I mean, I can't imagine five offensive coordinators in six years as a starting quarterback and not having some delay there. That's a tough thing to do. And He's obviously, uh, you know, seems to be adapting really well to it. But um, I, I almost feel for the guy in this. Now, you know, if he was a basketball player like Jalen Coleman lands in his seventh year, then, you know, he wouldn't maybe have as many tr- much trouble. But but um, a quarterback, man, you got a lot to do. Yeah, and, and no doubt he's got a lot of motivation coming back this year. You know, people remember the last thing you did. Muhammad Ali used to fight the first 30 seconds and the last 30 seconds of a round. So Brandon has a, uh, in his control the ability to rewrite his career and rewrite what we think of him here in Champaign and across the whole Big Ten. So I think this is one of those times you've got a guy who's really got the motivation to excel. And this is his team. Uh, Coach Peterson, Coach Bielema has made it known that it is his team. There's really nobody that he should look over his shoulder, I don't think. I don't think Art is a guy that – uh, it's going to be a big impression in the first game. But uh, I, if I'm anybody, if I'm just like Coach Bielema, I'm done talking, and Saturday is where it's at for me. We're going to start playing. Let's just get to it. Yeah, I mean, well, I think, um, you know, and I think that's the thing, listening to Peter's talk to the media this week, um, you know, I, he, 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 he gets it. You know, yeah. I think that he would, he would say that his career – has not been what he would like it to be. And this is his last shot to, as you guys said, to kind of go out there and do this. Um, and on the other side, um, you know, how important is this, uh, Mike, in terms of um, him staying healthy? Because yeah. we have some question marks behind him. I mean, we there's there a lot of guys in that quarterback room, but very, very little experience behind Peters. Yeah, he, he doesn't have the luxury, unfortunately, of being hurt. And the other thing that comes to mind, you know, so the offensive line, you got a great offensive line. Let's keep him standing up and let's keep him not touched. Please. And then the other, the other thing he has to worry about is, is, is he, can he avoid making those mistakes that flip the momentum in a game? That's what he's got to stop from happening. I oh, totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree on the injury front. I mean, he, there's not a proven guy behind him. Uh, but at the same time, how important is is it really important for Illinois to have a solid running game, being able to take pressure off him, using play action passes and things like that to prevent them from just coming, you know, all out with blitzes and things where, you, you know, I think if he if they can do those things, he can be, you know, he can make plays, but also he can manage the game a little bit and you can give him a little keep him on his, keep him upright and keep him from getting hurt. Um, so I think that's a, that's a big part of his health and his uh, success too. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, game time. We know you are too. Illinois, Nebraska, it is week zero on the 2021 football season. Remember that the Illini beat the Huskers 41-23 last year, their first win in Lincoln since 1924. I mean, <laughs> My goodness, uh, but the, uh, they made it happen. They tried to get a victory and, uh, and back-to-back wins over in Nebraska. Uh, Larry, I'll take 41 points right now, and we'll call it a win. I, 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 I think <laughs> I'm okay. Just give us 41, and we'll go from there. I mean, it's a nationally televised game. Let's just embarrass Nebraska, please, okay? <laughs> I, I would love that. In fact, you know what, Patrick? You must be reading my notes because I'm going to uh, – we're going to take a quick time out here on the Sports Spectacular. When we come back. I'm going to illustrate how long it has been since I have personally attended, not been in Memorial Stadium, but attended an Illinois game in Memorial Stadium. You've got to hang on for that because it has been forever. Wipe off the cobwebs. We're back after this. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. You have a lot to look forward to. Growing your family. Opening your own business. 
Retiring to travel. Leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. Attention travelers. Next Tuesday, a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. That's right, back here on the Atlanta Guys Sports Spectacular. Larry Smith, Mike Cagley, uh, Brad Sturdy, Patrick Quinn's on the board. We've got Matthew Stevens back with us, Atlanta Guys football writer and analyst. Now, I, I, I teased here before uh, the timeout, uh, the last time that I was at uh, an Illinois football game at Memorial Stadium. Very, very, very key. Now, here's the thing. So last time this happened, uh, Josh Whitman was in middle school. Brad Underwood was a head coach at Dodge City Community College in Kansas. And Brett Bielema was a junior offensive lineman at Iowa. Uh, George W. Bush was president. George H.W. Bush was president. The year was 1991, and Illinois destroyed Houston and David Klingler, the myth that was David Klingler. I mean, it was exposed, and his career was never the same. Uh, do you guys feel old now? 30 years ago, Larry, I asked my wife – to Google what happened 30 years ago. And I almost died because she informed me that 30 years ago we got married. Ooh. So, Oh, I'm telling you what, did you miss so, your anniversary? <laughs> no, it's not. actually, you know what? This is the beauty is it's actually coming up next week. There was your so, reminder. Nine one ninety one. Even I can't forget that. No, no. And she was a smart woman to make sure that she picked that date so that you wouldn't forget it. I thought you were going to say you had her Google thirty years ago. I was going to say, okay, wait a minute. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was I, like I said, <laughs> there I almost, was no Google. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> Where's we think I don't remember that far ago. So it's anyway thirty years ago, Larry. Congratulations. That's a long time ago. Line eye guy, Mike. Thirty year anniversary. That is very cool. Patrick, what what were you like? Two? I was eleven. I was probably I was the same age as uh, Josh Whitman. So yeah, I was in sixth grade. I was living in Florida and pretending that I was either Jason Verduzco or Jeff George at that time. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. That's pretty. I, yeah. I had dreams that I was going to be this, the gunslinger like Jeff George. <laughs> sheriff. That's right. Jeff George, the sheriff. Yeah. How about, Matt, how uh, about you? I was seven. Uh, and two weeks before that, I was at the season opener in 1991. So I watched Illinois beat Jeff Blake in East, East Carolina in 1991. Oh, yeah. Went up that season. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was seven. And uh, I'll just leave it there. I, I was wondering how that couch felt, Mike, when you when you were reminded that <laughs> thirty years ago you got married. Like how that couch <laughs> feel that night? We we will find out this evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh we're getting we're counting down, getting so close as we have uh, been talking about here on the Sports Spectacular for the uh, season opener, Illinois hosting Nebraska. You know, uh, Brad, I was just thinking a moment ago we were talking to during the break that. Um, there's one player here an hour and a half into the show that we haven't talked about. And he's kind of a, a key player on this team. Yeah. I, Isaiah Williams is a guy who, you know, came in as a quarterback, he's moved to wide receiver, but the weird part about it is when he was coming out of high school, Ohio state and Alabama gave him scholarship offers as a wide receiver. So my question is like, I mean, really, I think you've got that one guy who could be special on the field. Matt, am I, am I crazy in thinking he's kind of a difference maker um, for this Illinois team, potentially? No, I, I, Brad, I think at the skill position player, he's the most dynamic athlete on the field. Wendell Robinson left Nebraska for Kentucky this offseason. So I, I think in terms of speed, in terms of breaking tackles, in terms of what you can do in the open field at a skill position player, Isaiah Williams is it on, for, for both teams, Illinois and Nebraska. 
And I agree with you. I agree with you, Brad. I, I think if Illinois is going to win this football game, Isaiah Williams has got to do some, a couple of things. But I, he, there's going to have to be some Isaiah Williams highlights and a couple of special things happen for number one in order for that to happen. And I think big picture throughout this entire season, I really think Brett Bielema and Tony Peterson and that offense are really going to try to get a poor man's version of Rondell Moore or a poor man's version of what Ohio State got in Braxton Miller when they moved him from quarterback to wide receiver out of Isaiah. They're going to have to get that in order to get to that six, seven, maybe even eight win plateau that they really want. If they don't get that, then I'm, I don't know where Brandon Peters and, and Tony Peterson go for answers on the outside right now, because it's just, it's such an inexperienced group that George McDonald's trying to find some sort of path with the only guy that seems to be reliable out there is Donnie Navarro, but from an athlete athlete standpoint and from an open field, you know, we got to get him the football standpoint. Number one's got to be a part of the game plan. Yeah. Shifting gears right now, we teased earlier this hour that we would hear the opposing view from the Cornhusker side earlier this week, Brad caught up with a Nebraska rivals writer, Robin Washett on uh, the Sturdy for 30 podcast. And let's listen in to what they had to say. The pieces appear to be there, but you know, when it comes down to it, can Nebraska stay out of its own way? Can they stop the bonehead turnovers and, you know, opening drives with a false start and being behind the chains, uh, you know, before we even take a snap and, you know, to have the defensive breakdowns where, uh, you know, you let Illinois and a shorthanded Minnesota just run right over you. So, I mean, those are the types of things that we just don't know. I mean, on paper, this is by far the best team Scott Frost has had, but they have yet to prove that they're capable of playing clean enough football to make that jump. And until they actually prove it, you're always going to have your doubts about just, just how good this team can be. You mentioned, you mentioned Frost and the kind of the off the field stuff, what's going on with that? I mean, allegations that practices that were you know, outside the regulations or COVID regulations. I, yeah. I haven't looked at that deeply, but what's the status there and what do you expect to happen with that? Yeah. So I guess the, on the surface and individually, when you look at them, they're, don't seem like that big of a deal. Um, I guess the, the the one was they have an, they had a special teams analyst. They don't they're one of the few Big Ten teams that don't have a full time special teams coach on staff, and so they tried to get around that by uh, filling that role with an analyst position. And obviously, for those who don't know, analysts can do everything except coach on the field. You know, they can do meetings, they can go over film, they can work on game plan, all that stuff. But when it comes to being on the field of practice or workouts with on-field instruction, they're not allowed to do it. So apparently there was some leaked video footage of their special teams analyst on the field, talking to players, coaching. So, you know, I don't know, there's SEC schools with like 10 or 12 analysts. I'm sure they don't do any coaching whatsoever. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those are it's like, okay, well, I think there's actually like, 10 to 12 other schools that are implicated in this investigation as well. So it's not just a Nebraska thing. It's kind of a, a sweeping deal that the NCAA is trying to do. So that's that. I don't expect much to come from that. Maybe you know, I were some probation or something like that. The other issue, which, you know, is a little more of a gray area was, you know, during last, last season, uh, they had the uh, real heavy restrictions on, organized workouts with with coach coaches led stuff players could get together and do whatever they wanted but if there was coaches kind of organizing it and facilitating it and uh you know being on the field with the guys and that was a violation so there's you know the allegations that they were running staff members were running workouts with the team on an off-site location uh they were uh, i guess from the looks of it they were trying to be sneaky about it and uh you know work around the rules so uh i don't know what is going to come of that just because it's kind of uncharted territory. I mean, right. never had, it's just never been in a, we've never a, had COVID I, before. Right. right. <laughs> so, so we'll see. But again, I, I don't think in itself, it's anything that's, you know, they're not, they're not going to like lose postseason eligibility out of it or something. I don't think so. Once again, that's Robin Washett of the Nebraska rival site talking with Brad on his sturdy for 30 podcast. You can hear the entire podcast. You can get that on IlliniGuys.com or wherever you uh, download your podcast. Quick timeout right here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. 
Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. The Sports Spectacular is back, presented by IlliniGuys.com, being heard on more than 20 stations all across the state of Illinois and on the Internet as well. We're glad you're with us. One of my all-time favorite players, going back to when I was a young kid back in the 80s, dating myself, was Bruce Douglas. Just loved watching him, tough, defended. Um, just great to watch him play with that group. Yeah, he was one of my favorites too, Brad. And those teams with uh, Douglas and Ephraim Winters were amongst the best in the nation and some of the best in the history of the Illini basketball program. And I recently talked with Bruce on our podcast, Eye on the Illini, and he was fantastic. So let's take a listen to this. Playing in, in high school um, in front of sold out gyms every night, five, and our gyms in the big six were big, you know, 5,000, ours was 5,500, the, the quad cities were 6,000 up in Moline. And, so playing under those kind of circumstances and in those kind of stadiums gave us the, uh, the opportunity to see the game at a bigger level. Uh, we had fan support all over the place. We were on TV a lot. And so just dealing with those, uh, those times where you have to really prepare yourself, stay committed, stay focused. Coach Leggett was a great teacher of the game. He had a great vision and uh, was able to really teach me those things when I was, when I was young. Um, and so, you know, they would say you have to be a map major uh, because coach would have a play for everything. But the benefit for me was that basically he taught me the play and, and, and then I was able to, to transfer that onto the court to the rest of the players. And so being in the right place at the right time was something that we not only depended on, but uh, it, 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 it was a part of our winning and, uh, a great part of my passing and anticipation. So yeah, all those things were great benefits. When I got to the, the big 10 and the college level, um, competing was something that was very normal for me. Um, and when you get the, the transition from high school to college is about competing. It's about competing with people with, with a similar talent, uh, being able to not just be fundamentally sound, but being able to see things in advance. And so, I thought I was far ahead in that area. And, and just thanks to not just Coach Leggett, Coach Hanks, uh, a lot of the great coaches that I played for growing up in that era. So Quincy gave me a great advantage, no question. So so nowadays, of course, uh, at IlliniGuys.com, we spend a lot of our time looking at recruits and talking to recruits. And, and, and you know, it's, it's a little bit of, of seeing how the sausage is made in terms of how uh, a roster is assembled. What kind of experience was it for you coming out of that program, national exposure? How did you decide to go to University of Illinois? And what type of competition was there that, that nowadays we would know every move that you were making? But in those days, you know, we didn't, we didn't have those sources of information. So what was that like getting recruited and ending up at University of Illinois? Well, it was a, um, first of all, I, I was fortunate to have a great support family, a, you know, a, a great family that, um, that always not just supported me, but guided me in, in the right direction. And, uh, and of course, being in a great community helps with that. But I think, you know, when you think about it, um, playing, uh, you think about where you're going to be most comfortable. I, I, I love Coach Henson. He was down to earth. Uh, he understood the game. Um, and of course, Derek Harper was there at the time. And that was a big, a big key for me because I'm always looking for somebody to learn from somebody that I know uh, is at a high level. And I thought Derek was, and we hit it off real well. And then I had the opportunity to, to meet with Ephraim and Doug and Scott and talk during the year, uh, my senior year, and uh, really kind of build the, the, the opportunity and the ideals that we could all be there 
to make a difference at Illinois. And then, of course, Champaign was like home to me. <laughs> I just I fell in love with the assembly hall and being there every March. And so, yeah, to me, it was an easy choice because it, it gave me all of the things that um that I thought I'd been prepared for. That was to go to a program where I could make a, a, an impact, to be at home where my family could see me. And to, to think that I could be a part of Illinois becoming a powerhouse again, uh, just um, to me, that was, it was easy. Now, it was a, it was a great, um, a great journey having Bobby Knight, Digger Phelps and Ray Meyer, uh, you know, um, uh, Judd Heathcote, uh, Jim Dutcher, uh, Bobby Knight, you know, all the great coaches come in. And in those days, they, they all came to your house and they all had a pitch and, they all, you know, Bobby came in and said, listen, I promise you, Miss Douglas, if I get your son, we will win a national championship. And, he, you know, he said, I did it with Quinn Buckner. I did it with Isaiah Thomas. So he's naming all these great Illinois point guards. And yep. believe me, when you hear that, that, that line, you think, I, he, know, he knows I'm about championships um, yep. and, uh, and winning. And, and so it was definitely, um, you know, a lot that you had to think about. But I think, you know, uh, like we talked earlier, it, it, thinking what's going to be the best situation for you. And for me, Illinois was just, uh, you know, at, at Michigan State, I loved it there. DePaul was even a, a great uh, powerhouse at that time. Exactly. I had a great visit up here. So there was a lot of things going through your mind, but at, at the heart of it, my heart was just at Illinois. And it, it, it just kept pulling me that way. And uh, I never forget when I told my mom, I said, mom, I, I, I think there's no question about it. I just, you know, I, I, I think this is where God wants me to be. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you a question. How, how did you tell like a legend, told you I was going to overuse that word tonight, but how, how did you tell a guy like Bobby Knight, sorry, but I'm not going there. How, how do you, how does somebody do that? It's tough. I can tell you, it's not easy because Bobby, um, uh, he's a great coach and a great man. And I mean, what they do is they continue to put in front of you the things that they know you want most. And so, of course, when I called Bobby and, and told him that, you know, I had made a decision and uh, the first thing he was saying is, you know, listen, because I did it my junior year and he was saying, hey, we still got time. Uh, this is the place you need to be. This is where you're going to win a championship. And and, you know, they, they, they pretty much tell you all the things that they have in place, all the things they've done and, um, and all the things they can do for you. And, uh, of course, all the Big Ten campuses are great. The support systems were great. But telling Bobby was probably one of the toughest things you, you'll ever do because he's a great persuader and he's a great motivator and, uh, and he's accomplished great things. And whenever you have to, to have a conversation with those kind of people and tell them that you made a decision to go somewhere else, it's not easy. But... But at the end of the conversation, he wished me well. And, of course, you can hear the entire podcast by going to IlliniGuys.com or you can go on any of your podcast suppliers, and it's obviously out there on Apple. You can get it on Google Play, et cetera. Brad, when you look back at those, that era with the effects Bruce Douglas and Ephraim Winters had on your fandom as an Illini uh, child growing up, what, what, what did you think of those players? It was, it was so much fun. I, I loved watching Ephraim Winters catch alley-oop dunks. I mean, that was like my excitement, right? I mean, seeing him go up and, you know, throw it down behind his head, whatever it was, it was so much fun. And then Bruce Douglas could lock anybody up. He just kind of just wasn't the flashiest guy, but, man, he just made every play, you know, just made the right play and right read. It, it was so much fun to watch those guys play growing up. And really that's when I became a fan, you know, Mark Smith, Eddie Johnson, and then those guys. So uh, yeah. it was it was great the 80s belong to the Illini. I think they should use that for a tagline. Yes. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, Brad, you're uh, exactly right. I think they did. <laughs> no question about that. Hey, listen to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Uh, coming up, the guy that Brett Bielema says you can make a case for being the most important member of this Illinois football staff. We'll hear from him next. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. You have a lot to look forward to. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. 
a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again, please. We all make more than 35,000 decisions a day. Most are small, but some can be life-changing. When it comes to taking care of yourself, the most important choices can be hard to make. Like having a tough conversation instead of ignoring a buddy's call. Or being there for support, not assuming things will just get better. Make the decision to be there for the veterans in your life, for your community, for yourself. Learn more at BeThereForVeterans.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. HX Home Solutions uses only the best materials, and their team of experienced professionals gets the job done right and on time. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000, and schedule your free estimate, 224-880-6000. I have never been around anyone that truly cares about the athlete outside of football. Giving these guys the mindset of what it means to be a husband, a father, um, let alone a student athlete, as well as giving them different advice with how to take on pressure from all aspects of outside life. So right then and there, and I know what type of person he is outside of wearing the coach's hat. So um, I, I, there was there was no question when I got the phone call from Coach B, um, I was going to drive, I believe it's six hours away from my hometown, Memphis, Tennessee, and um, fall in love with this place here in Champaign. And it had everything to do with Coach B, his mission, his philosophy, and how he how he operates on a day-to-day basis. Well, that was uh, Tank Wright, the strength and conditioning coach for the uh, Fighting Illini football team, as uh, part of a podcast that uh, Mike Cagley did. Uh, Eye on the Illini. You can catch all those on IlliniGuys.com. They're right there waiting for you. Also, on uh, wherever you find um, – Get all your Apple, uh, all your podcasts, Apple, and all the rest of those. Um, Tank, an interesting guy. In fact, you know, you you wonder how important is a strength and conditioning guy to your program? How important is he? Well, Brett Bielema was on the Sports Spectacular just last week, and here is what he had to say about Tank's impact on this program. Yeah, he's a he's a great addition. You know, in reality, uh, to be honest, your strength coach touches your student athletes more than any other coach in your program, right? So he's around twenty four seven. Uh, 365 days a year. There's there's eight discretionary weeks that we have to take into account, but for the most part, he touches them on a daily basis. Um, and and the effect that he's had in our program has been overwhelming. Yeah, and you can really see when you listen to coach how important a strength and conditioning coach is to the overall organization and the program. And one of the things that we saw when the media did a tour of the Smith Center is Tank gave us a tour of the weight room. And he was the most infectious, enthusiastic speaker of the day. We met a lot of great coaches, but Tank was the guy who really pumped people up. And we're just a bunch of old folks walking through a weight room. So I can only imagine how good he is with the, with the players. It almost when you make you stop and work out, didn't it, Mike? I mean, almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. almost, right. But it so, didn't. <laughs> I, I look at that. I think it's huge. I look at the basketball side, too. You know, Adam Fletcher, I think, is the best strength and conditioning coach in basketball in the country. You've got Tank on the football side. It's such a key part of the program. They spend so much time with these guys. And you know what they're like. You know, you talk about Tank's intensity. If you've ever been, watched Adam Fletcher, most people don't watch the basketball bench. But, you know, we get to sit behind it. Fletch is the most animated guy on the bench. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's fired up when, you know, he's always flexing for these guys and, you know, giving them high fives. And 
just a great relationship between him and the players. And I think we need to get him on the show too. So that would be fun. Well, I think too about the strength and conditioning is they know the players diet. They know what the players are thinking. They know the, what the players love and hate. So they probably are playing good cop, bad cop. But the other thing that I, I, when I think about tank, I just, I have dreams of what, Wisconsin linemen look like and Michigan state linemen look like. And finally, Illinois is going to have an offensive line or a defensive line. That's going to look like somebody who plays in the big 10. That'll be a nice change. He's <laughs> tank is a tank's a hell of a guy. And when I've, when I saw some of the numbers that these guys, that these players have put on in the off season, mm-hmm. the proof's in the pudding and looks like tank is a key weapon for the Illini program. And that's the best name for a strength and conditioning guy. I was Tank. just going to say I mean, that. Come on. That's perfect. Couldn't be better. <laughs> yeah. If you're, a, if you're an S&C guy named Slim, it's yeah. not quite the same effect. <laughs> Weak. Well, it might, it might be a joke, you know, the Slim yeah. name. <laughs> exactly. Looking like me. That's not happening. Back in the day. <laughs> Uh, boy, we have almost uh, come to the end of another Atlanta guy sports spectacular. But again, just a reminder, it's Illinois, Nebraska, 1220 kickoff. You can watch it nationally televised game. It is the only college game on at this time slot. So all eyes uh, will be watching. Be sure to uh, come on Atlantaguys.com as well. <clears throat> and our game room, losing my voice here after two hours. Our game room, really great real-time uh, contributions from all these guys, our analysts and our experts, uh, the Atlanta Guys community. No name column. You don't get involved in that. Seven-day free trial. Come check it out, IlliniGuys.com. Special thanks to Busey Bank and HX Home Solutions, um, uh, two of our sponsors as well. Thanks for their help. And thanks to everyone here, Mike Cagley, Brad Sturdy, Matthew Stevens joining us, Kedrick Prince, and Patrick Quinn on the board here in this hour. Uh, I'm Larry Smith. Again, thanks so much for being here. The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular presented by the Illini Guys Radio Network. Go Illini. I-L-L. I-N-I. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.